right, so we're gonna we're gonna continue talking about up to date, and we 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 uh, spent some time last week in um, on the, the topic up to date. It was a new topic introduced and. I got all types of stuff going on here, but what I'm looking for. All right, so we, you know, we said uh, we we used, <clears throat> excuse me, we used a computer, and we talked about how you know your computer always has uh, uh, updates and things of that nature that some of us should do and some of us hasn't been doing as often as we should. You know, uh, I just need somebody to sit at the house and do all my updates. You know, some of them I don't trust. Justine, I know you're a computer person, but you know, the flash keep popping up on my computer. I'm like, come on, I don't. <laughs> how many flash up, up, updates can we do? Uh, but if you don't update your computer, I was taught this by a guy from Xerox a long time ago. I worked in youth ministry with him. He's like, he said, whenever that update comes, you better update because it can cause your computer to malfunction. But I, but we were talking about last week how lives are the same. Our life is the same way as our life up to date. And I had I had read a statement in the uh, Master Life book that it said that Jesus was uh, prepared to bear his spiritual fruit because his relationship with the Father was always up to date. So he was he was in position to to handle whatever came at him because he was always up to date. And so that you know this was a while ago when I read it last year. And I put together this teaching uh, that we talked about last week, just just making sure that we're up to date. Or I gave you John 7, 6. Um, excuse my voice. I'm working through some stuff this week. But gave you John 7, 6. Uh, it says, your time is always ready. Jesus said, I, I might not be ready, but your time is always ready. Um, so, so we are in a position where we want to try to keep ourselves up to date. And... We said we was going to discuss a few things, but last week we ended up, is your faith and patience up to date? Uh, today we're going to spend time talking about our soul. Is our soul up to date? And I know Pastor, Pastor Keith can kind of go kind of quick sometimes. So, so this is the key to note-taking. Write down what you absorb. Trust God to bring back the rest, Okay. Write down what you can absorb. You definitely want to write down the scriptures. That will be important. But write down what you can absorb. But you should be writing something down. Increase your memory by 66% when you write stuff down. And we're going to have some graphics that we'll show you. Not yet. Not yet. But we'll show you. Uh, just to, uh, because we're going to weave in the up-to-date teaching with the Master Life teaching. Um, Master Life, 915. On Sunday, <laughs> so so uh, actually we had quite a few people that uh, honored the request to be here at nine fifteen because they got the first part of what we're going to talk about at nine fifteen. So so some of y'all gonna make me work and tell y'all what we talked about at nine fifteen because you weren't here, uh, but some people were listening in, right? So we got the Bobbits was listening in. Uh, <laughs> All right, all right. So, 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 <coughs> so, so we're gonna talk about um, updating your soul, right? 
updating your soul. Let's go to Second Peter chapter one. Second Peter chapter one. It's just so up to date. And again, I'm going to reference this. I don't have this written down for you, but but I'll give you my little tip. If I hear a scripture and somebody don't tell me where it's at, I'll write it, write it out. And I'll go find the scripture later in my study time, right? Or if somebody gives me a scripture, I'll write the scripture down and I'll go find it later in my study time and write it out. Just so, once again, it's how you get the word in you. Um, and trust me, you're going to need the word in you in these last days in this end time. All right. And remember, Pastor don't told you. He don't told you ahead of time. All right. So I said that to say because the Bible says receive the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. So that word engraft, you know, that's a, you know, almost like a, uh, I mean, I know it's a, they use a, a, a medical term, but, but I want to use agriculture. So, you know, I actually studied this out. If you wanted to take a, 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 a small branch and you want to engraft it into a tree where it eventually becomes a part of that tree. So what you do is you will cut out piece of the tree, put the, the, the branch there, tie it together. Right. And you have to let it sit for a while. But after a while, that branch will become a part of that tree. But you have to, it has to stay tied together for a period of time. Like you can't, you can't put it together, walk away, let it fall or, no, you have to tie it together and let it, if it stays long enough, this is gonna tie into something we're talking about today, right? If it stays long enough, it'll, the two will become one. It'll engraft into the tree. So the Bible says receive the, uh, the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. So not just a word that visits, but a word that remains, right? And if it remains long enough, what becomes a part of you? It becomes one. And I know that's next week when we talk about flipping the script, you know, but it becomes one. Yeah, the word became flesh, or flesh can become the word. That's next week, all right? But but so uh, the word is able to save your souls. Then uh, the Bible says in Matthew, it says, what, prof what profit, what is it, profit? What, what profit a man who gains the whole world to what? Lose his soul. Lose his soul. So, so, you know, I, I've, I've, uh, fortunately, I've, I've had the opportunity to work with youth and juveniles and stuff like that. So I was doing, uh, the last time I did it, I've done it for years. Uh, but the last time I did this teaching uh, about losing your soul, I was in um, Charlotte United, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I gathered the youth together and I had like, you know, five or six of them over here and I had five or six of them over here. So I said, okay, this is the thing. This is, this is what we're gonna do today. And so, so we got two sides here. And what we're gonna do today is everybody has spirit, soul, and body. The Bible says, I pray that you're sanctified, holy, spirit, soul, and body, right? First uh, Thessalonians 5, right? Right, so you, so you are a spirit, you have a soul, right? And you live in this physical body. Now, I'm, I'm gonna give you some graphics and everything to explain all this, but just for right now, I, I am a spirit. That's who I am. God made me in his image after his likeness, right? I have a soul. Now, in my soul, mind, will, and emotions, 
my imagination, intellect. That's my choice station. I make my choices from my soul, right? But I live in a physical body. Now, this physical body is how I navigate in this earth realm. It's how we communicate, right? How we have an exchange. God gave us the body so, so we can use it to connect and communicate. Be identified, right? All right, so, so, we have, so, so, so now we have this, we have spirit, soul, and body. So, sit you guys down and I go tell you what, uh, this crew over here, I'll give you eh, three billion. You get to keep your spirit. You get to keep your body. You know, I mean, you spend a lot of time in the mirror, you know. I, just, I, I worked, I ironed my pants last night, made sure they was ready for this morning. You know what I'm saying? Made sure my shirt was clean. You know what I'm saying? Uh, worked to try to coordinate a little bit, right? F all for the body, right? Did all that for the body, right? You know, uh, you know. Now they got curls in the hair over there, so so I'm sure you noticed that in the mirror this morning. You right, right? <laughs> sure, sure. Your husband noticed that, right? Right. My wife, you know, very well coordinated. She's got the. Never mind, I'm going to pick because I'll be giving her, she'll be liking to have the high, high heels, right? So, uh, so, 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 you get to keep that body and your spirit. You, I just told you, you are a spirit, right? So, you get to keep who you are. You get to keep fresh and clean, right? I just want your soul. I'm purchasing your soul for $3 billion. That's it. You got everything else. And so, so, so I, we, we're doing this with the youth. And uh, some of the young kids was like, oh, please, give me the $3 billion. Oh, you could just, hey. Because I was like, listen, listen, you, you ain't really using your soul anyway. <laughs> right? So they took, the, they took the bait. And so, so then I wasn't good. That wasn't good enough. I didn't just want them to take the bait. I needed them to recruit. I wanted them to recruit other youth to take the bait. So they was like, come on, man. You know, they, was like, they actually was recruiting. Like, come on, man. Three billion? All we got to do is give up our soul? After we made uh, the deal in the negotiations, you know, I told them, okay. You know, now, because now, now, I, I added bonuses. I said, you can have 10 years. 10 years, you could, whatever, you, you want to be an NFL star, NBA star, rock star, TV star, 10-year career, come on, man. 10-year career and $3 billion? You rolling, private jets, you know. And so at the end of the 10 years, I came to him and says, okay, now, uh, all y'all going to hell. So someone was like, whoa, no, 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 I changed my mind. I said, no, 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 you can't make no choices. I got your soul. You can't choose. You can't change your choice. You don't have a choice. I took choice. Oh, no, you're going to spend eternity burning. But you had a nice 10-year career with $3 billion. <laughs> Right? All right, so, so what profit to gain the whole world and to lose your soul is... You can gain the whole world in this temporary, but spend eternity burning. That's right, man. Yeah. 
if we all gonna be in eternity is which one you gonna be right what you taking in the forever fire <laughs> or peace all right so all right so keep that in mind right because we're talking about updating your soul right and so second peter uh one second peter one Second Peter one, and we'll start here at verse three. It says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to number one, life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, right? It says, whereby I given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of what? The divine nature. Now, not, and that's leaving the natural nature and crossing over to the divine nature. That would be that born again experience, right? Right? Um, it says, uh, divine nature. Having escaped, look, corruption that is in what? The world through lust. Right? So we've escaped that. At least that's what the thought is. Verse 5. It says, and beside this, giving all diligence. So it says, it's not enough that I've escaped the world. And now I'm, I'm, I have a divine nature. It's, it's telling us there's a progression. So it's not enough that I came to the altar and accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That, that's a good thing. Right? But that's not enough. Right? Look, look, look here. Look here. Look here. It says, uh, where am I at? Oh, it says, and beside this, besides the divine nature, the basics, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and patience godliness, and godliness brotherly kindness, and brotherly kindness charity, which will be love. Look, look, verse 8. For if this, these things be in you and abound, remain. There's that, remember we talked about uh, engrafted and tie it, tying it to that tree in, until, it, until it becomes one. So, and, uh, and it says, uh, these be, things being you and abound, they make you that you neither be barren or unfruitful, unfruitful, unproductive in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. It says, but he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off. Like they can't even really see the effect it's going to have on the eternity. It says, and have forgot that he was purged from old sins. Key thing, we were purged from old sins. Like we shouldn't be living in old sin. We, see, when we came to the altar, we started the process of purging. Right, right? We started the process taking on a new nature. If any man be in Christ... He's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become what? New. new. Right? So something's wrong if we're still carrying around the old things, the old attitudes, the old personalities, the old habits. Something's off. Something didn't take. Or we're still, we're still at the altar. We're still at the same state we were in at the altar. That means a quest to be new, but still in the old. All right? You got me so far? Right. So, so, so is our soul up to date? 
right, so as I was uh, uh, studying, preparing for Master Life 915, uh, as I was preparing for that, what really grabbed me, really, really grabbed me, um, was the different types of, of levels where, so you have, you have a natural person, right? So that's, you know, well, before I come to the altar, I'm a natural person, right? right? right. I'm a natural person, but I want to be supernatural, right, Tam? But, but when I come to the altar, I open my heart up to who? God, but, but Jesus, Holy Spirit, who's trying to impart into me the death, burial, and, resur death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I have to open my heart up to that. If my heart is closed to God, because that's what happened in the garden, right? right. Sin, right? Mm -hmm. And what happened in the garden, what caused the sin, right? What did it do? Separated us from God, right? Right? Amen. right? That makes sense? Amen. Yeah. Since that, remember it said that uh, uh, in Genesis 2 it says that they were naked and unashamed they're in the presence of God so that the reason why they were naked I mean I, I, mean, I want you to look at it actually physically because how, how y'all feel when you're naked right because we all dress up for a reason <laughs> thank God for clothes right? <laughs> right for all of us right right you know this stuff with you My wife over here saying some of us need more clothes than others. All right, so, 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 <laughs> that's what she said. I didn't say it. All right, so, what my point is, how could you be naked? Think of how you think right now. How could you be naked and unashamed? Not because you're focusing on your nakedness. Something is overwhelming you to a point where you don't even know you're naked. You, you can't take your eyes away from what's, 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 what's before you to even check your status. Because, you know, like I'll use me, you know, you're checking the love handles and stuff like that, trying to, you know, <laughs> you know, team, trying to keep it right, you know. So, I just, you know, be checking. Well, but what they were saying is they were so overwhelmed or awed by the presence of God, they ain't had no time to check. They didn't want to take their eyes away from God. Right? Then it said, after sin, after they ate of the fruit, it said they knew that they were naked. Knew, intimate with. So that means their, all of their attention was on their imperfections. Before, none of their attention was on their imperfections. Now all of, see, did they actually change? But their attention did, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, so, so we the same people. <laughs> our attention is now, instead of on ourselves and our imperfections and trying to prove ourselves, hide ourselves, cover ourselves, feed ourselves, right? Uh. Uh, boast on ourselves, all their attention is on God. Now, after sin, it's a flip. It said they knew that they were naked, and it said it, did, it didn't even get into shame. It said they hid themselves. <laughs> it said they hid themselves. Right? So now, 
that could, there's a separation from God. Before that point, it was on earth as it is in heaven. Genesis 1-1, the beginning God created heaven and earth. It was heaven on earth because they're all con conjunction, they're connected. After that, now they're making decisions as if only thing exists is on earth. They're not making decisions with consideration of all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Ephesians 1-3. They're making decisions based on what they can control or they can see or they can process. They're not making no decisions with the consideration of the unseen. Right? So, fallen state of man. Because if we're just going to make decisions based on what's on the earth, we're in trouble. Circumstances, uh, it, could, it, could, it could produce fears, insecurities, right. Right? right? It can have you making desperate decisions, right? right? right. There's something about when you have a sense of heaven, you have a sense of abundance, peace, like, like power. There, there's a, you operate a different level of confidence when you have a sense of your, your true backing. Remove your backing, you know, it's just like, you know, my son, he flowed a whole lot better when we used to play together on the basketball court because his dad was there. Well, <laughs> no matter what happens out here, dad's here. <laughs> no matter, hey, somebody get too physical, dad's coming. We need a shot? I, I'm just going to take shots because... Worst case scenario, if some get on the line, I got dad here. Yeah, he had a whole nother swag. Score, that score a phenomenal amount of points because dad's here. He hit him the whole game. Dad, 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 like the whole game, like dad. You just keep drawing the attention, dad. I'll keep taking the shots. <laughs> right? Something different, right? Remove dad. It's all on him now. And as you see the difference? I right, so so now we 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 got this this sin state, this separation, and God says, Well, I gotta pay the price for the sin that's causing my children to be separate from me. Now the wages of sin, payment for sin is death. death. Hebrews, uh, that's uh, Romans 6 23, but Hebrews 9. There's without the, uh, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin because mm -hmm. life is in the blood. When that blood is shared, that life is shared, the price is paid. He says, so I'll send my son to die, pay the price for the separation or the, 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 what's caused the separation. Does that make sense? Right. Mm -hmm. Just one thing. The scripture says he came unto his own. They received him not. All we had to do is attach our faith, confess with our mouth, believe in our heart what Christ did to pay the price. See, we don't have to pay the price. We just got to attach our faith to believe the price was paid. Right. I was just, uh, uh, God dealt to all of us a measure of faith, Romans 12, 3. Right. So he gave us this measure so we could use it to make the exchange for what someone else did for us. Amen. Right? That's right. So we have, but we have to open our heart up to it, right? right. 
if we don't do that, we're still the natural man living in earth thinking that what we see is all there is. Right? Subject to anxieties, fears, insecurity, pride, right? Depression and all types of stuff. So, so, so God said, no, I'm going to take care of that though. But you got to open, key thing, open your heart to it. I said, that's the natural man. Then I, I was reading through this, uh, and it was talking about the worldly Christian. Because a lot of people, I mean, I'm a Christian. So some people come to the altar. They open their heart, right? right. I'm, I'm going to give you some visual on this. But they open their heart. Mm -hmm. they, they accept, attach their faith and accept what Jesus did right. at the altar. Yeah. Right? Now, 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 what you're going to see in some of the, the, the examples I'm going to show you is before the, the, the natural man has a closed heart. The natural person has a closed heart to God, but it's open to the devil. He, ha he has this, the, the, the devil ha has access to his flesh, right? When you open your heart up to God, that's a good thing, right? But you also got to close the devil's access. If you don't, you're open to God, but you're open to the devil too. That's called a worldly Christian, which I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. That's a worldly Christian. The spiritual Christian is close to any flesh. Flesh don't have, is the, 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 Satan don't have access, the flesh don't have access. It's just open to God. Right? All right, so let's, let's, let's look at these, for example. Let's do the natural person first. So this is a diagram I pulled from uh, Master Life, the Master Life, uh, the personality, 915. So this book right here. All right? And I just thought it was intriguing because you have here, obviously, your senses, right? Your soul, Right? Your body, right? Which we talked about. We said mind, will, and emotions are within the soul. Now, if you notice, the will is between the spirit and the flesh because you can choose to be spiritually minded. This is Romans 8. I'm going to get into Romans 8 in a second. Or fleshly or carnal minded, fleshly minded or worldly minded, right? Now, if you notice, these are doorways. So, Satan can only infiltrate your life through the flesh. And you notice, as a natural person, the doorway is open. God enters your life by way of the Holy Spirit, right? Through your spirit, man. But if you notice, that door is closed. The scripture up there is 1 Corinthians 2.14. The natural man cannot understand the things of God nor can he discern them for they're spiritually discerned. But since his spirit is closed to God, he's only being led by his flesh, which is influenced by Satan. Spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Walk in the spirit and you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 
Right. So that's it. That's the natural state. So, you know, you got people could be hard. Now, this don't make sense to me. I don't even think that's important. See, he's trying to be all spiritual. Makes sense. Consumed with fleshly thinking. Why would you believe anything that got anybody even talking about God? Now, the 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 uh, there is a benefit. Well, well, if it's not, I don't want to call it a benefit. There is a something special. The Holy Spirit can still get to that person. See, flesh can't get to that person. Man can't get to that person. Our 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 eloquence, our personalities, our kindness can't get to that person. The Holy Spirit can't know. See, the Holy Spirit can, can, can bypass. Uh, Holy Spirit is like the knight in chess. I don't know if any of y'all play chess. I introduce something else everybody not into. Um, but in, on a board, you have, you got your, you have a, a rook, which is a castle. You have a, a horse, which is a knight. You have a bishop, and you have a, um, a queen and a king, Right? Oh, I didn't get to the pond yet. I was just going by the back. I was doing the back line. I was back line. Yo, come on, y'all. Here y'all go. Try to, try to get it. Like, like, pond, because, you know, I, I got skill. Anyway, <laughs> so, and then you have the front line is pawns. Now, the pawns can only move one space at a time, right? Except for when they first start now. Their initial move, they can move two spaces, right? They can capture on an angle, but they pretty much go up and down, up and down, right? All right, that rook moves like a pond, but it can move many spaces as long as there's nothing uh, in its way, obstructing it, right? But if something's on its path, it can only go as far as what's in its path, right? The bishop is, can go on angles the same way. It can go as far as it can go unless something's in its way. It's restricted if it's something's in its path. Right? You have the king. The king can go left, right, up, down, but it can only go a space at a time. Same thing, unless something's in his path, right? The queen, queen sweet. Queen can ladies like that. Queen can, <laughs> queen can go left, right. Queen can do what the king can do, but go all over the board. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Look, I can go shopping here, shopping here. Not just what? <laughs> I can shop down here. Not just. <clears throat> I can go shopping in the king. Don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> but, but, unless something's in its path. Now, I didn't mention the night. The night goes on angles. It can go space up, two spaces over, two spaces up, one space over. It can go on angles. But it doesn't make a difference if anything's in its path. It, nothing can be in the next spot that it wants to land. But within its process of trying to get where it's going, it could be upon it. It can hop over walls and restrictions. See, that's how the Holy Spirit is. See, Holy Spirit, it doesn't make a difference if something's restricted. 
the Holy Spirit can still convict. Regardless of what's in the way. That's why we need the Holy Spirit to change the hearts of men. Right? All right, so that's, that, that's, that, that's our natural person. Let's go to our, our worldly person. This is our worldly Christian. Because I'm a Christian. Tell me I ain't a Christian. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to do, do it just for effect because I know you might see this. So I have somebody say, man, I'm a Christian, and I'm at church all the time, and I'm doing this all the time, but I may be doing this too. In this particular case, I'm not saying no names, but the people that was at the conversation know this person was talking about doing stuff that I had never heard at church right so so let's go to let's go to first corinthians 3 it's a loving family member and 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 and, and no 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 i'm not i'm not saying that to, to smooth it over i'm saying it because it's true so it's a loving spirit and and see this is the thing what we're going to discover is Man, we ain't no evil people. We just sometimes we just don't know. All right, that's what we're gonna find out today. Uh, so, First Corinthians uh, three, uh, verse one. It says, "And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual." Right? It says, "But as unto carnal, that's fleshly." It says, "Even as unto babes in Christ." So, yes, if you've accepted Jesus, everybody has signed on to be a Christian. But what type of Christian? Are you a babe in Christ? Are you worldly Christian? Are you a... Now, the goal is to be a spiritual Christian, which we're going to get to in a little bit, right? Or or you... Look, are you a natural person that just got uh, some type of went through a ritual but have never opened your heart to Jesus as dying for your sins and God raised him from the dead. Never confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus believed that God raised him from the dead. Okay? All right? Because you could have just went through a, a, a ritual or a practice. You know, just, it's just like when people do baptisms, some people do baptisms and they get sprinkled. That ain't a baptism. The word baptism means submerged. How somebody going to sprinkle you with water and say they submerge you? I don't know what that, what is that? Is that a Christian? What is that? I don't know what that is. What is it? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not, baptism means submerge. Burial. It's, it's symbolic to the, uh, uh, Christ being buried. All right. All right. Okay. Good, good, good. Again, this is not putting down, sometimes people don't know. So it's not putting down, it's not putting down nobody It's going to have the put down effect. I know, but I'm not trying to put, Listen, we got to get it. So I can't be watering stuff down, you know, like just we got to get it. We got to because we, we're missing out and, I, and we're not going to miss out no more. All right. So. All right. So first Corinthians three, uh, it says us as, as babes in Christ. Now, now, now look at verse two. It says, I have fed you with milk and not with me for hitherto you were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are you able. What do you mean I can't bear it? Verse 3. For you are yet carnal, fleshly. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, you are, you are, are ye not carnal and walk as men? Natural men. Right? 
Because it's, it's saying like you, if, if, if the flesh is still, ha, still has access or influence, well, you, you can't get no meat. You won't even better process it, right? Y'all read the scripture, right? All right, so, so, so we got this worldly guy who has opened up, look, opened up to the, the spirit, right? So open up to God, Holy Spirit having access to his will, to his mind and emotions. But wait a minute. I noticed a leak. Flesh still open too? That's a worldly Christian. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Look, look at uh, Romans 8. Romans 8. I sent, this to, I sent this to my niece this morning. Actually, I sent her Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 7, and Romans chapter 8 this morning. She, she, she texts me every morning, every night. Good morning, good night. So I was like, good morning. Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 7, Romans chapter 8. <laughs> yeah, I'll do this little shout out to you, niece. All right? So, so right? But why? Now, I'm, I'm okay, so, so I'm going to see. I'm going to take my time and I'm going to do this. Because you owe it to yourself to read Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 7, and Romans chapter 8. So let, let, let's, let's, let's go back to Romans 6. And you just fight over, you know, uh, grace and sin and uh, everything's under grace or what have you. Uh, yeah. But, but, but let's, let's see what, 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 what Romans 6 1 says. It says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? So he's asking a question that a lot of people ask. Shall we continue in sin? So great. Because it's all under grace, right? Did, did I just read that? Read it for yourself now. Okay. Look, 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 verse 2. It says, God forbid. <laughs> Look at, look at how he answered the question. Like, God, are you crazy? <laughs> he said, God forbid. It says, look, look. It says, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer in, therein? Amen. It says, know ye not that so many of us were baptized, submerged into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should all, look, look, even so we also should walk what? In, newness of In the newness of life. Yes. That's, 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 ain't that? Look, look, for, for if we, look, for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be, also, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Look, verse 6, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should know, we should not, look, serve sin. Amen. For he that is dead is free from sin. Amen. So, so we shouldn't be, no, 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 we can't be serving the flesh at all. Amen. That is Romans 6, right? Mm -hmm. the, right? And it goes on to say, mortify your members, 
put off the old man and his deeds. You read through Romans 6. Mort mortify, kill him. Kill your memories. Kill the flesh, right? Put off the old man and his deeds, right? That's wrong. I'm not going to get into the whole Romans 6, but let's look at this here for a second. We go over to chapter 7. And we'll start here at verse 14. It says, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. Right? So, so, so my original design was fleshly, right? Because of what Adam and Eve did, they, they sold me. <laughs> they sold me out under sin. Right? It says, for, for that, look, look, this is Paul. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that I do not. But what I hate, that I do. It says, then I do that which I would not, I can send unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more that I do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. See, I'm allowing some access here. Right? I'm, allow I'm still allowing access. And the access I'm allowing is stopping me from doing what I know I need. God's will. Right? This is, this is uh, I know that's uh, uh, the, the Master Life class is not 15. <laughs> But, but God's will, right? It's God's will. It's, 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 but, but that carnal, that flesh that I trusted won't allow me to do God's will, right? All right, all right. So look, where did I just, where we drop off at? What verse? 16? Y'all sure? Where am I? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all in. I done skipped over to Romans 8 already. I'm sorry. But we, we, let's, let's stay with 17. It says, Now there is no more that I do it, but the sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh. What? Dwelleth what? No good. no good thing. For to will is present with me. Look at the will. It's right there, present. It says, But how to perform that which is good? I find out. So look, it says, For the will is present with me. I, got, I, I still got my will. But how to do which is good, I'm finding out. I'm not, I'm not finding the push and the pull from the spirit to assist me to do good. Why? Because it's being weakened by the flesh. Spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak, right? Matthew 26, 41, right? And then uh, where, did I, where did I end that? Okay, verse 19. It says, for the good that I would do, the good that I would the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. It says, now, if I do that, I would not, it is no more that I do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find in the law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. He says, for I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. All right. So now let's go to Romans 8. Verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who look, walk after the what? Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So it says, 
you don't live it condemned, depressed, right? If you're in Christ Jesus, it says, but that walk after, make actions after the spirit, not the flesh. Right? So, so it's not, so that means if I'm after making actions after the flesh, I'm probably dealing with some condemnation. I didn't say conviction. Conviction is not a bad thing. Conviction is an agent of change. Amen. You get convicted, you're supposed to change. <laughs> Condemnation is worse. Condemnation is, it's almost past, past it's, 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 saying it's hopeless. The state you're in, you're always being. You're never getting out of this. Oh, no, you might as well just ride this one out till you start burning. That's what condemnation is trying to convince you of. But it says if you're in Christ Jesus, you're not condemned because he paid the price. You just have to now start having your actions spiritual. Okay. See, this is the thing about relationships. I'm going to slip a relationship. I know relationship boot camp coming up. Relationships are simple. Relationships are real simple. Think about it. Your mate is excited when you're doing godly stuff without somebody egging you on. Your mate is really questioning the relationship when they watch your involuntary behavior and nobody's around and it's not spiritual. Even if they don't say nothing, you can tell by their paranoid actions, their insecurity. Ain't nobody trusting. No, my wife don't trust Keith. She trusts the man of God. Amen. The man, sick or not, I, I still was doing spiritual stuff. She wasn't, she wasn't like, hey, you, I don't care how sick you are, you need to be back on that wall. <laughs> nah, she didn't tell me nothing. I got to feed the spirit. I guarantee you, they watch your, your actions independent of somebody telling you what to do. And the man, man listen, you, you, I guarantee you, the household's at peace if, if, if you have a spiritual discipline. I, bet, I guarantee you the household is a little shaky if you don't. Amen. That's right. I just let that soak in for a minute. It's, it's, you probably don't even realize it. Ask, interview some of these vets. They'll tell you. They'll be like, no, nah, I'll be watching them. I don't care. I guarantee you she's watching Mr. Sammy. All of a sudden, he, just, he ain't reading nothing. Like, listen, honey, I love you and everything. You know, Mrs. J, I heard you say it on God Talk. She, she's, she, she come in quiet, patient, but, but I guarantee you, it sting, don't it? <laughs> so, honey, because <laughs> I've had those so honey conversations. Y'all don't had to, to ask the married folk, the so, the, so uh, honey, what is this? <laughs> like, what? We gonna be doing this now? We rolling like this, right? See, see, so, but it's all like, what's in your default? See, because if, you, if, if it's in your default, you can create such an atmosphere, the person don't notice the imperfections. Just like I said, you're in the presence of God, the people don't notice the imperfections, you create such an atmosphere, people don't even notice it. The presence of God done overrode everything. People don't care about what job you have or nothing. Because it's too much of the presence of God up in the place. But guarantee you, move the presence of God. Uh, uh, you going to work today? You doing this today? 
What about these bills? How about this? Like, it's always a complaint, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right, I'm just uh, act like y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know, this is not relationship boot camp. All right. Coming to a church near you next week. All right, so uh, number two. It says, uh, for the law of the spirit, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. It says, for what the law could not do and that was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse 5, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded, fleshly minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind, the fleshly mind, key point here, is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. What is it basically saying is, if you keep give flesh access, the flesh can't take your will and flow with God. It can't. Not. It, it's not about. Uh, see, man, flesh, you tripping, man. You being disobedient. Flesh was like, that's what I do. <laughs> like you sitting there getting on me, like, duh. Flesh, weak. Remember. <laughs> so so how how do we in our own strength think that we're going to be obedient it's impossible so when you got both doors open because this right here I know that topic says the worldly Christian this is the dominant Christian in the earth realm right there because somebody told them you could play both sides of the fence Somebody told them, well, hey, you know, I go to church, I quote scriptures, stuff like that. I just, you know, from time to time, I do a little, little sip and dip, a little bump and grind, ain't nothing, no big deal, right? Somebody told them they could do that, that's okay. Some told them they could leave the door open to the flesh. Feed the flesh, and they're going to be okay. Man, you won't see obedient. I, I did this with the youth, uh, with the children, with the first baptism. So I took a, a, a bottle, it was a clear bottle of water. And I had uh, one with just a little bit of dirt in it. Just a tiny bit of dirt. Full bottle of water, clear, right? I put a little bit of dirt in the bottle. What do you think happened? The whole bottle or, or just a little small portion of the water? whole thing was dirty, right? How much was it? The whole, all of it was dirty. I don't get it. That, that. I, that was just a basic, simple concept. But we actually think we could put a little flesh in and it's only a little bit of us is fleshly. No, the whole thing messed up. That's why I call it carnal-minded. Because, see, this is right here. This door got to be closed, man. It can't stay open at all. Uh, let's go to the, the spiritual Christian, which is what our goal is. So now, the spiritual question is, is, is interesting. You notice something? Okay. But see, the spiritual Christian is sweet because they ain't happy that the door is closed. 
They didn't crucify that flesh. <laughs> they crucified the flesh. See, they didn't renew their mind. They know God is working in them to willing to do his good pleasure. They've, they've, they've took their emotions, the strife and the wrath and all that stuff, and they shut subject them to, to the spirit. So that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, faith, goodness, gentleness, meekness, and temperance. Against such, there is no law. There is no sin and death that can stop you. There's no fixed principle of the flesh that can enter in and mess up everything you do. Right? Uh, the Galatians 2, they've, they, they, they're buried. They're buried. They, bur they buried themselves in the spirit. Uh, Ephesians 5, 1, they're, they're, uh, they're uh, being filled with the spirit. Uh, the, another version of Ephesians 5.18, it says, uh, be being filled. Constantly fill themselves up with the spirit. See, see that's, that's the spiritual Christian. That's what our goal is. And the thing is, why come to the altar? Flip back to the worldly, right? So you just saw the spiritual Christian, right? Like, why sign on for this? What's the benefit? What's the benefit of being a worldly Christian? And I'm going to tell you what's the, the, what, 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 as, as we grow as leaders and, and we serve people, what's so terrible about that is most people there are, are overconfident. And then if you challenge that person, they're going to pop up. They're going to give you scriptures. <laughs> they're going to use scriptures mm -hmm. that's right. or they're going to hit you with don't judge me because mm -hmm. that's, that's, you know, that's the thing now mm -hmm. that's like you know remember back in the old movies the exorcist movies they put the cross up you know what I'm saying <laughs> or, or, or no was that was that the, uh, the vampire movies you know they hey, get back get back you get back that, folk putting up uh, don't judge me <laughs> to the Christians back you Christian back Black you! <laughs> Don't judge me! <laughs> yeah, you know, like, kisses burning. <laughs> I'm just imagining all this. Right? right but it's true. With one line. Not even a bunch of scriptures, Miss Jack. Hey, line. Hey, don't judge me. And then we. <laughs> then how are you dancing? Well, I'm not trying to say. You ain't supposed to drink, smoke. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, from time to time, <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> what is it? I've been sick all week. Boy, that's an exercise right there. <laughs> right? We're we doing these things, but that's, who, that's where we're at. That, 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 where's Sammy? That's it. We used to have to save. <laughs> we used to, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I need a breather. <laughs> He used to have to save natural persons and bring them into the kingdom. Now we got to save worldly Christians. 
That's that's the, what the issue is. I, guess what? I, listen, some of y'all should take this, carry it around with you, <laughs> and have some conversations this week. <laughs> conversations this week. No, oh, I'm sorry. That would be if you're a spiritual Christian and you're being led by the Spirit and you're letting the Holy Spirit go and change somebody's life. Amen. Now, if you haven't submitted your will over to God and you, you want to let your flesh influence. See, see, when we think about flesh, and I was picking, well, I wasn't really picking. I was telling the truth. Uh, we think about the smoking, the drinking, the, the porn and all that stuff. What about the uh, inability to witness to anybody? That wouldn't be the spirit, man. Spirit is indeed willing. The flesh is weak. So could it be some flesh in there going, ah, well, they probably ain't going to hear about Jesus today. Well, you know, I don't want, I just don't want to rock the boat. I don't want them mad at me. I'm, I'm, I'm covering the bills. I'm taking care of the responsibilities. I'm doing everything. But I'm not going to speak no truth. That's the flesh. That ain't the spirit. Spirit is always willing. God, the Bible says God is meant for none to be perish. Now, if you got to get an attitude, which we talked about, then we talk about turning our personalities over to, to can we talk about that 915? Turn our personalities over to the will of God. If you got to get all funky and edgy in the attitude, which is the flesh too. Just, hey, hey, that's the flesh. <laughs> nah, it's flesh for me. If I got to get all funky and attitude, that ain't the spirit. Or I got to talk to somebody and I'm trying to witness it. But I got baby, I tell you what, I'm telling them. I'm telling them, I'm telling them, I'm telling them. Right? I felt like I jerked my head when I did that. <laughs> right? So, 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 what's all that for? Because wisdom from above is first pure. Peaceable. Easy to be entreated. Full of mercy. Without partiality. That's the spirit now. We pulling on we pulling on the spirit. That was James. I gave James 3, 3, 17. All right, so 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 we have this natural person, this worldly person, this spiritual Christian, but but and the goal is for us to be spiritual, man. Walk in the spirit, not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And, and, and the goal is for us to, you know, I heard, I think it was Minister Lamar say it at our 915. He said, uh, you know, when we first come to the kingdom, we have this thirst for people. For some reason, you have a thirst for people. If, if it takes, I mean, if it, don't, <laughs> if it don't take, you might still be thinking about yourself. But, but you do. Like, I remember, I, you know, listen, I'm not the person that, I was growing up because I didn't care. Now, I didn't go around telling people I didn't care. I didn't care. Uh, I felt, and I felt justified. If you, if, I'm sure y'all didn't talk to Karen because up until I moved here, Karen's history of me was when she would come to New Jersey. And she was like, uh, so every time she would tell, talk to somebody, even at our first service, she was like, yeah, I remember my, 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 uh, my cousin, he had a chip on his shoulder. 
Yeah, you can't really tell him nothing. I was like, Karen, you got any other stories you want to tell? <laughs> like, like, but I get, I got it. I did. I, listen, I just felt, hey, everybody else tripping. I'm not tripping. I've been through a lot. They left me with strangers. I'm justified. This is what I felt. And so I was, I was a, a bitter, selfish person. I go on to college. I'm, I'm, I'm even worse. I'm, I'm really worse. Like man, no, 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 go, go, don't go talk to him. You know, we had this little thing. You go to the girls' dorms. People go talk to him, and then you know, folk will come back. But I ain't like like with crowds. I ain't like being around crowds. I was like, I wait till all y'all go, give y'all two weeks, and then I go back by myself. Well, some of the young ladies would be like, well, we wanted Keith, uh, wanted to. Uh, uh, keeps to come back but I'm afraid to ask him he might cuss me out I was like is that what people think it's like yeah everybody on the campus don't say nothing to him man he, he might cuss you out I was like is it that serious yes it is that serious they, kept, they held a meeting <laughs> for me I mean, nobody college students be holding meetings they held one that day and it was for me and so God, and then when I remember we get together, thank God for that, and you know, I start growing. So even as a, uh, when I was a, a youth a youth leader, I guess you call me youth leader and youth minister, youth director, um, the reputation was, hey, hey, Mr. Bradley gonna tell you like it is, man. You stay away from Mr. Bradley. Man, you ain't got to be smiling. Like, <laughs> but he's like, I was there, I'm telling you. <laughs> but my point is, God had to, God has changed. He's been changing me. Now, some of y'all was like, he changed? He's like, gee whiz, you got a little edgy now, buddy. But, he, <laughs> you know, I'm still, I'm, you know, still born and raised in Newark, New Jersey, you know. Um, but I'm saying, like, God has evolved me. Like, kids used to run from me. And I wasn't going nowhere near kids because I knew they was going to run. And, you know, it's embarrassing. <laughs> you know, you go, hey, how you doing? Ah! <laughs> Not worked out. That I'll just. And then so people were like, hey, do you want to, hey, 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 come on and, and hug Junior. But, no, that's okay. You know how it is. You know, the kids, you know, they, you know, they little fragile. I'm good. Really, I was like, I don't want the kids running. I don't be dealing with all that stuff now. All right? Because <laughs> Kids saw that spirit coming. Ah! <laughs> no, don't make me go around the monster. I'm saying all that to say, is that what's happening to you? <laughs> Folks running for you, thinking you the monster? Right, so 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 the the goal is to let God change us, and and trust me, it's so people want to be around you, people want to get what you have, but you got to offer all of you to God. We, <laughs> this kid over here cracking me up. Come on, man, I'm trying to stay focused. <laughs> Ryan over here got me cracking up. So, uh, what am I looking for? The spirit, the the spiritual. <laughs> Yeah, allow God to change us into being that spiritual Christian where we're being led of the spirit, where we're spiritually minded, right? 
That's what our that's that's what our goal is, and that's independent of just your little how you relax. How, see, see again, is that you relaxed or is that the flesh relaxing? Because you're a spirit. Is that is that who who? Y'all know what I meant when I said that, right? Do I have to get deeper? <laughs> all right, so we got to watch all these influences of the flesh. Like we got we to gotta question them. We got to check them. Because those little things is what could be stopping us from our fulfillment. All right, let's stand to stand our feet. That's enough for the day.